0: Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for tuning into Creative Bio Labs podcast series. At the end of the last program, we talked about the research and achievement on probes and microRNA for cancer treatment. The requirement for a large number of starting materials severely limits the use of microarrays to analyze the expression of microRNA genes in small samples of human tissues. Researchers have developed a probe amplification method based on a polymerase chain reaction. We also talked about the complex relationship between microRNAs and tumors. Under different circumstances, the expression of microRNAs in tumor cells may increase or decrease compared to normal cells. In addition, whether microRNAs promote or inhibit tumor development is still uncertain. Today, David will introduce us to the method of predicting the target gene of the microRNA sequence. Thank you for joining us, David.
1: Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. Great introduction, by the way. So let's start today's topic. Determining the target gene is such a critical step that at present, several groups have developed computational algorithms designed to predict the target genes of microRNA sequences. Generally speaking, the basis of these prediction programs is the degree of sequence complementarity between microRNA and target messenger RNA genes. In animal cells, microRNAs bind to specific target messenger RNAs through partial complementary sequences. These sequences are mainly located in the three untranslated region. This recognition mainly depends on the sequence at the five end of the microRNA, we call them the seed.
0: Sounds challenging to find the target transcript using the computational methods, from your description, because of the imperfect complementarity.
1: Yes, this imperfect complementarity in a sense hinders the process. In addition, many known microRNA's target genes contain several microRNA binding sites. And it is predicted that several genes are regulated by a single microRNA.
0: Why is it necessary to perform experimental verification on microRNA target genes?
1: Because the sequence recognized by the primer microRNA seed is present in many genes. Its flexibility makes it difficult to identify functionally related target genes only from sequence analysis.
0: Has there been any experiment performed to find the effect of microRNA on cell differentiation?
1: Yes. Some researchers intend to investigate whether specific microRNAs help monocytes differentiate into dendritic cells. They analyzed the expression of microRNAs in the response of monocytes to GMCSF and interleukin-4. Among the differentially expressed microRNAs, miRNA-21, miRNA-24, and miRNA-223 were found to be upregulated in most experiments. The microRNA target prediction program is generally used here. While calculating the predicted number of target transcriptions, uses another program.
0: So do you think the prediction of microRNA target genes provides another way to determine biological functions?
1: That's right. So they used, for example, microRNA 21 target genes for gene ontology analysis. miRNAs have the potential to recognize many targets through imperfect base pairing. These pleiotropic effects of miRNA21 may simply reflect the different spectrum of target messenger RNAs available in a given system. This may represent a recurring theme in microRNA-mediated regulatory pathways. Further experimental verification work should provide new insights for the prediction of miRNA21 targets.
0: What do you think is the most critical step? When predicting a large number of target genes?
1: I think it's really important to determine the role of microRNA specificity in vivo and how to best identify target genes. So developing a bioinformatics program that considers the entire microRNA sequence and target site structure would be very instructive and beneficial. These sequences and structures may affect the function of the target site in vivo.
0: After predicting the target gene? How do we check whether the prediction result is correct?
1: There are a few strategies to verify microRNA target genes. For example, there is an indirect method for determining microRNA expression patterns using a reporter transgene, like GRP and luciferase, under the control of a ubiquitous promoter carrying three untranslated region with microRNA complementary sequence.
0: Do you know any experiments that can be used to illustrate this?
1: we can use a co-transfection experiment. The activated microRNAs may decrease the activity of luciferase or the expression of a green fluorescent protein. However, placing a potential microRNA target in the three-untranslated region of a reporter gene does not predict its availability when the site is part of a natural transcript. It should be noted that RNA folding and function are closely linked.
0: Is there a powerful tool to analyze the complexity of the microRNA biological pathway?
1: I think you must be talking about the development of antisense oligonucleotides. These antisense microRNA oligonucleotides can specifically inhibit individual microRNAs. It can help to reveal the function of microRNAs and their target genes.
0: What happens after we inhibit individual microRNA?
1: Inhibition of microRNA may lead to upregulation of its target genes. By transfecting candidate microRNAs into cells, the researchers observed whether overexpression of specific microRNAs would affect the expression of identified target genes in vitro and in vivo. However, there is a more global approach to finding target genes, which is proteomics. It is used to identify the target proteins affected by microRNA expression in target cells.
0: Any limitations for proteomics to work?
1: It works only if the cell populations being compared are identical.
0: Let's again use miRNA21 as an example. How do we identify the transcripts whose levels may be affected by miRNA21?
1: We need to first transfect mature miRNA21 into freshly isolated human monocytes. Then we can use an oligonucleotide microarray to determine the change of messenger RNA level. The chip contains probes that cover the entire human transcriptome. In order to obtain more information about mirna 21 target genes, it is necessary to analyze the expression data obtained by mirna 21 knockout in monocytes.
0: In recent years, the research on microRNA biogenesis has made steady progress. However, there is still a long way to go before we can decipher many functions of microRNA. More and more reports have linked microRNAs to the regulation of human cancer-related genes or pathways. However, there is no conclusive evidence that microRNA or microRNA target gene failure is associated with cancer.
1: You summed it up very well. We still need to understand whether the change of microRNA expression is the cause or result of the disease. In addition, further understanding of the complete microRNA is necessary for experimental and computational analysis of microRNA regulatory pathways.
0: In today's program, David introduced the technical progress of microRNA gene mapping. We discussed the limitations of the target prediction program together. It is necessary to determine the role of microRNA specificity and target recognition in vivo. Thanks you, David, for sharing your expertise with us. Thanks everyone for listening today. We will continue our discussion on a new topic next week. See you then.